Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects. But there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. Tonight, the urgent manhunt for a student accused of shooting two faculty at his high school. What we're learning about their conditions. Here are tonight's top headlines. I hope you'll say. A community rattled as police ask for help finding a teen considered armed and dangerous. We will hold that suspect accountable for his actions this morning. The Fed raises interest rates again to fight inflation amid turmoil in the banking world. All depositors' savings are safe. The banking system is safe. Major news today. Trump's lawyer, Evan Corcoran, will be compelled to testify in the grand jury investigation in Washington of how former President Trump handled classified documents. The new twist in the death of a classmate of Buster Murdoch. What led police to reopen the cold case? The latest storms to hit California have turned deadly. Millions of people are under flood watches. This dangerous weather is expected to march toward the central part of the country. This preventable accident has put a scarlet letter on our town. Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw is on Capitol Hill. I am determined to make this right. The dream matchup, Otani Trout, 3-2. He struck him out, and Japan's back on top of the baseball world. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. Tonight, California is picking up the pieces after being slammed by yet another major storm system, including an apparent tornado. We've got more on that in just a moment. 
Plus, drug shortages are on the rise for some life-saving medications, including those used in cancer treatments, why it's now considered a national security threat. But first, the nation's latest school shooting. This one at a Denver high school left two staff members injured, including one who was taken into surgery with life-threatening injuries. Authorities say the suspect is a student who remains at large tonight and is considered armed and dangerous. The school has canceled classes for the rest of the week. Reporter Alan Janay of our CBS Denver station will start us off tonight from outside the school. Good evening, Alan. Good evening, Nora. This evening on the campus of this city high school, sadness and anger. This is a school district that did away with school resource officers in the aftermath of the George Floyd killing. But today, some parents were saying, bring them back. Suspect is not in the school, but still on the loose. Tonight, the manhunt continues for 17-year-old Austin Lyle, the student who police say opened fire on two administrators. Uh, We are looking for the suspect. We will find that suspect, and uh, we will hold that suspect accountable. Authorities say the shooting happened just before 10 this morning inside Denver's East High School during a mandatory search of the student because of past behavior. One victim is in critical condition, undergoing surgery. Another is stable and talking, police said. Paramedics were in the building when the uh, shooting occurred, um, and they were able to immediately begin to uh, administer support and treatment to the individuals who were wounded, and uh, that, I think, will play a huge role in their ultimate recovery. East High's more than 2,500 students and staff were immediately placed on lockdown. Soon after, shaken parents waited to pick up their children. Why does it take for this to keep happening over and over and over again for us to finally do something? There have been more than 100 school shootings, including on college campuses, this academic year alone. There's always a bomb threat. There's always somebody threatening to come shoot up to school. There's always something where we're on lockdown. Just last month, a student at the same school was shot and killed while sitting in a car outside the building, prompting a student walkout and march to the Colorado State Capitol demanding stricter safety rules. I'm not really sad or hurt by it because it's so normal at this point. Today, Denver's police chief said he will have two officers back on campus when school resumes. The superintendent added to that, saying he wants officers on the campus of every high school. Nora? Alan Janay, thank you. We do want to turn now to a deadly storm that is slamming California, bringing heavy rains, more flooding, and a possible tornado. The dangerous weather is being blamed for at least five deaths and nearly 100,000 homes and businesses are still without power. CBS's Janet Shamlian is in the Los Angeles suburb of Montebello. Doors were flying off hinges and it was just unbelievable. In Southern California, what looked like a funnel cloud shredded roofs off buildings east of L.A. It picked us up and threw us against the fence as we were trying to get inside for shelter. And now, the mess of cleanup. California pounded yet again by one of the strongest storms this year. Massive waves hit San Francisco's waterfront with hurricane-force winds. Forecasters say it was a rare bomb cyclone that slammed the state. Downing trees, one falling on this car, killing the driver. A big rig flipped over on the Bay Bridge. The ground now so saturated, lanes of an interstate sagged after a retaining wall gave way. And mountain communities saw yet another heavy snowfall. We're just hoping that it doesn't snow as much as it, as much as it did last time. A mean season 
as Los Angeles has had nearly three times more rain than Seattle this year. And in the Southern California mountains, more snow than Aspen. Overnight, relentless rain adding to the misery in California's Central Valley. Farm fields and roads submerge. Residents in Santa Cruz used their own chainsaws to clear roads of enormous trees. I've owned my property for 20 years. This is the first time I've had slides anywhere. And in Orange County tonight, they're holding their breath after the last storm left homes like these perched on the precipice. And this is where that funnel cloud caused so much damage, roof damage, when it hit without warning just before noon today. One person has been taken to the hospital with minor injuries. And in this largely warehouse district, authorities are now going building to building to check for structural integrity. Yora? Just incredible damage there. Janet Chamlian, thank you so much. The system is now moving across the southwest, bringing storm warnings and advisories to more than a half a dozen states. For details, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Hi, Nora. Good evening to you. We've had a powerhouse storm over the last two days in California, responsible for near 90 mile per hour wind gusts and tornadoes touching down in Los Angeles. You can see we've got a little bit more rain to go and snow, but this storm will be winding down. What that means, though, is some of its energy could be responsible for a three-day severe weather outbreak beginning here in the Midwest today with storms that could go well through the night, Illinois, Indiana in particular. Tomorrow, the threat shifts farther south now with a large hail threat for us in Oklahoma and in Texas. And then on Friday, it goes east from there across the southeast, bringing a greater tornado risk across the Tennessee Valley, Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama as well. And then we return our attention back to California once again because early next week, Nora, another power powerhouse storm is set to slam California. My goodness, thank you. Well, the waiting game for the possible criminal indictment of former President Donald Trump will continue for at least another day. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office postponed a scheduled grand jury session today, but jurors could meet again on Thursday. CBS's Robert Costa is outside the courthouse in New York City. With demonstrators on hand and increased security around Manhattan Criminal Court, the decision by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg not to convene the grand jury was a sudden and unexpected development. Yeah, people anticipated that today would be the day that the district attorney would present the draft indictment and ask the grand jury to vote on it. Now, it's likely the delay has something to do with that, that either the DA or the grand jury itself wants to have some more information or take a breath for some reason. Bragg is investigating hush money payments made in 2016 to adult film star Stormy Daniels, which former Trump fixer Michael Cohen claims Trump authorized. The former president huddling with advisors in Florida has remained defiant, according to sources, and is considering holding a news conference outside the court if he's indicted. Meanwhile, there was a major turn today in another investigation into Trump's handling of classified records. Federal judges said his lawyer, Evan Corcoran, must testify about his private discussions with Trump and share evidence, including documents and private audio files. Special counsel Jack Smith wants to know whether Trump misled Corcoran about the scope of the documents he had. It could be absolutely devastating evidence of Trump's guilt of obstructing the investigation into the return of the classified documents. It could make the Mar-a-Lago case the strongest thing coming down the pike and soon. 
CBS News has learned that Evan Corcoran could testify as soon as Friday, potentially providing a real prism into what Trump said behind the scenes before and after the FBI searched Mar-a-Lago last summer. This all comes as we're still waiting for a decision on a possible Trump indictment here in New York. Nora. That's a lot of legal news, Robert Costa. Thank you very much. This afternoon, the Federal Reserve raised a key interest rate by a quarter of a percentage point, despite the recent turmoil in the banking sector. The central bank did signal that its streak of rate hikes to battle inflation is nearing an end. CBS's Caitlin Huey-Burns has more from the White House. Announcing today's rate hike, the ninth in over a year, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said inflation remains too high. My colleagues and I are acutely aware that high inflation imposes significant hardship as it erodes purchasing power, especially for those least able to meet the higher costs of essentials like food, housing and transportation. Those costs continue to soar, with consumers now paying 7% more for a gallon of milk, 20% more for bread, and 110% more for a carton of eggs than they were a year ago, all costing American households an average of $372 more a month. The rate hike aims to tame this kind of inflation, but it also means paying back your debt will be more expensive. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger. That could be an outstanding credit card balance. That could be an adjustable rate mortgage. It could be a business loan that is linked to short-term interest rates and maybe even a new car loan. I think the Fed really wanted to project that they are more focused on inflation than they are worried about the banking sector. On Capitol Hill, high inflation and the recent banking crisis have made the Fed and its chairman a target. The Federal Reserve will never get control of inflation without hurting a lot of people and putting a lot of people out of work unless Congress helps on the fiscal side. Powell also said today that the U.S. banking system is sound and resilient. But he also acknowledged the need to strengthen regulation and supervision of the banks. As for criticism of the Federal Reserve, the White House tells us President Biden is confident in Chairman Powell. Nora? Caitlin Huey-Burns at the White House. Thank you. Tonight, dramatic developments in Hampton County, South Carolina. That's where former attorney Alec Murdaugh lived before his murder conviction earlier this month. Officials there are now reexamining the 2015 death of a teenager named Stephen Smith, who went to school with Murdaugh's surviving son, Buster. We get more now from CBS's Nikki Batiste. Nearly eight years after Stephen Smith mysteriously died along a rural South Carolina road, his family is finally hopeful for answers. I hope to find the real reason for Stephen's death. The South Carolina Law Enforcement Division announced it is now investigating his death, initially ruled an unintentional hit and run as a homicide. Investigators reopened the case in 2021 after finding new evidence while investigating the murders of Maggie and Paul Murdoch. The Smith family's attorney says his mother is haunted by the lingering concern her son was targeted because he was openly gay. We think that he did not die um, on that road that fateful night. Police initially said Smith was hit and killed by a car after he ran out of gas while driving home. An autopsy report stated he died of blunt force trauma to the head, possibly from the impact of a side view mirror. But the initial report said they see no evidence to suggest the victim was struck by a vehicle. It just makes no sense to us that he could be struck in that fashion 
badly enough to cause his death, and there'd be no vehicle debris of any kind whatsoever. No suspect was ever named, but rumors have swirled that Buster Murdahl, the oldest son of Alec Murdahl, was involved. On Monday, Buster Murdahl spoke out for the first time, calling those rumors baseless and saying, I unequivocally deny any involvement in his death. It's a big deal. It was being pursued as just a hit and run and largely forgotten until the Murdoch trial. And that generated new interest. Nikki Batiste, CBS News, New York. Officials are investigating the cause of an explosive fire today at a chemical plant near Houston. Surveillance cameras captured a huge fireball rising from the facility. Officials say a tanker truck was transferring liquid petroleum gas to another truck when it went up in flames. One person was taken to the hospital. Back here in Washington, senators grilled Norfolk Southern CEO today about his company's safety record. It's Shaw's second appearance before Congress following last month's toxic train derailment. CBS's Roxana Saberi reports tonight from East Palestine, Ohio. This was a preventable accident. Do you agree? Yes, I do agree. And Back in the Senate hot seat. For decades, the railroads have lobbied to undermine safety rules. They're still at it. Nearly seven weeks after a Norfolk Southern train derailed in East Palestine, Ohio, spewing toxic chemicals. I want to open by stating how deeply sorry I am for the impact this derailment has had. CEO Alan Shaw said he supports some aspects of the bipartisan Senate bill tightening rules on rail safety, including additional funding for training, mandatory defect detectors on tracks, and requirements to notify first responders of hazardous materials on rail cars. None of us knew exactly what dangers were on that train. East Palestine resident Misty Allison testified that her town and family are still living in fear. My seven-year-old has asked me if he is going to die from living in his own home. What do I tell him? Back in East Palestine, cleanup continues. The EPA says nearly 8 million gallons of wastewater have been shipped out for treatment and more than 8,000 tons of contaminated soil. But the agency says the air and municipal water are safe for now. Do you want to be bought out of your home by Norfolk Southern? Yes. Still, resident Joe Samick says his daughter has been getting rashes. You know, I feel safe being here, and here we are stuck because we can't afford to just stop and leave. Samick and his neighbors live less than a mile from the derailment site here in East Palestine, but technically outside city limits, so they don't qualify for compensation. Norfolk Southern, though, says it's working with Samick to find a solution. Nora. Roxana Saberi, thank you so much. An alarming new report today about just how bad the nation's drug shortage has become. It's now described by lawmakers as a national security threat. The shortage impacts nearly 300 drugs, including cancer treatments, children's medication, antibiotics, and even over-the-counter cold medicine, according to a Senate report. Lawmakers blame the U.S. reliance on manufacturing in foreign countries like China and India. A man wanted by the FBI threatens to jump from the 31st floor of a building. We're going to tell you how the standoff ends next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. 
Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. In New York City today, police were locked in a tense standoff with a man who was hanging out of a window 31 floors above the street. It started this morning when the FBI tried to serve a warrant for financial crimes to the 35-year-old. He threatened to jump before barricading himself in the apartment. A large airbag was brought in while police tried to talk him into surrendering. Nearly eight hours later, FBI agents took him into custody. Tonight, police are investigating a horrific crash on the Baltimore Beltway that left six people dead. Police say a car plowed through a construction zone, mowing down workers before flipping over. The driver is in the hospital tonight. The highway was closed in both directions as the investigation got underway. A suspected arsonist is in custody after dozens of boats go up in flames. That's next. Tonight, a 32-year-old man is under arrest in connection with a suspected arson fire that destroyed at least 30 boats overnight in Seattle. The boats were stacked on a storage rack. The fire grew so large, it took, out a one, it took about 100 firefighters to put it out. No one was hurt. The suspect was found aboard a boat docked nearby. Well, tonight, Japan is celebrating a thrilling victory over the U.S. in the World Baseball Classic. The Tuesday night finale came down to a showdown between Los Angeles Angels teammates Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, with the Japanese superstar striking out the three-time American League MVP slugger. This is Japan's third WBC championship victory. The James Webb Space Telescope spots a new planet from a galaxy far, far away. That's next. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, 
now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Finally tonight, NASA's James Webb Space Telescope made another out-of-this-world discovery. Take a look at this, a giant red planet outside of our solar system. It has two suns and is located just 40 light-years away from Earth. This illustration shows the swirling red clouds made up of a sand-like material. Well, that's pretty cool. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of evening news. And you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.